0: You don't want to miss The Myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens beat the clock? In HP? Welcome, everyone, to a very special two-part episode. Cacula, your coffin's still closed. How embarrassing. Embarrassing, you mean? Exactly. Cacula, you can't just replace every other letter with a V to sound more vampire What are you walking about? Oh. Well, hey there, folks. Well, hey hey there, folks. And welcome back to What If World. Oh? What? Kekula, you already got your story. Yes, and Mr. the Pirate and I have been waiting one whole week to tell ours. And even magic fires can't burn forever. So let's get on with it. Yes, The present still needs our help. Oh, the present ain't going nowhere. How dare you talk to Anna that way? Oh, because the present's in the future. (laughs) Is it getting hot out here? Or is it just your tempers? Okay, okay, everyone. Wendy, Petey, did you two figure out who would go next? Of Of course, course. it's not turn. But you said... But I thought... (sighs) Well, if you two couldn't work it out with a week, I guess I'll make the call. Wendy, you get to tell the next story, but Petey, you can pick the question. You're show fun. Don't worry, I've picked out a great one for you. Okay, let's hear it. What if Monsters Were Real by Leo Kenneth Pinkerton And what is it that you really like? I like Fatwinged Monsters. Oh, Petey, you did pick such a sweet question for me. Oh, I thought you'd be grossed out by bat monsters. Why would you think that? I don't know you're a school teacher wearing a powder blue dress. And so I can't like bat monsters? Well, Petey, you have got a lot to learn. And Leo, let's see what the campfire has to say about your question. I don't have anything to say. I just showed the stories in the flame. It was supposed to be a smooth rhetorical introduction into the story. Oh, shucks. You should to know. My brain's done burned up cause my head's made of fire. Okay, fine, yes.
1: For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of Icy Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about. Bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, Or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find The Past and the Curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep
0: philosophical questions like, Do trees fart? Once upon a time, there was a smartly-dressed cat who happened to be the president of What If World. We've got every available body out there helping, said J.F. Kitty Cat, adjusting his wee little bow tie. But things are a mess all the way from Waddington, D.W., down to Watsirico. He was speaking with his old friend and confidant, Fred the Dog Zombie. I know J.F. Kitty Cat. It's J.F. Cat. Oh sure, but uh, she just call you J.F. Kitty Cat and it just sound really cute. What are you talking about? We've got a crisis on our paws! And J.F. Kitty Cat stood up on his hind paws and raised his cute little forepaws paws into the air and batted them around, just looking adorable. I know you're gesturing for emphasis. But it's distractingly cute, and that's coming from a gross zombie dog. Alright, fine. Kitty cuteness isn't enough. Zombie dogs aren't enough. Oh, yeah, but zombie dogs are great. Now I can stink as much as I want. And then people say, Who you stink? I say, Yeah, I'm a zombie. That's rude. And for some reason, that dog talking about being a gross monster gave JF Kitty Cat an idea. That's it. You're a gross monster, and it does wound. No, I mean, you're very helpful, despite being a gross, uh, a regular monster. Yeah, too bad monsters aren't real. If we could find some, they could probably be a big help. But don't you see, said that cute little black and white cat, snuggling up to zombie Fred just as much as he could bear, given the smell. You're unliving proof that monsters are real. Oh, snap. And J.F. Cat and Fred the Dog ran out of the what house? Now it's almost Halloween. Don't you mean what aween? What do you mean? No what ween What a wiener dog? What dog? That's what I'm asking you. And before those silly animals could make heads and tails of what each other was saying, they were standing right in front of Zack and Zizi's rocket ship house. J.F. Kitty Cat patted on the door. But his paws made so little noise. Rocket ships are very loud. I don't think they can hear me. But something had heard them from the second story. A window opened up and out peaked a big old bat head. Yeah. What? Oh, hi. You a bat monster? Of course I'm a bat monster. I live in a kid's closet. That's not nice. It is a little cramped, but it gives me more time to hang out with Zach. Oh wait, you're like friends with him? Yeah, why else would I live in his closet? Oh, I guess we had some misconceptions about monsters' roles in the world. Listen, there's been a big storm, and everybody seems like they forgot about it, but there's still lots of people that need help. Oh, and I suppose you want me to use my closet-to-closet radio to tell all the other monsters all over the world to come help these kids in need. Wait, is that seriously something you're capable of? Because that would be great. Hey, Batwing, are you going to play with me more? are you going to just keep talking to the president of the whole world? I'm sorry, guys. I'm really busy right now. But don't you see? Some poison and girls aren't lucky enough to live a rocket ship houses that can fly away from storms. And then Zizi burst into their bedroom too. And she and Zack and Batwing were all poking their head out the window. Like three peas in a pod. If one of those peas was a bat monster. Zack, let your monster help the president. Uh, but we were almost finished with this puzzle. I'll do the puzzle with you. People out there need Batwing's help. Ah, fine. I'll get on the closet radio. But I can only talk to one monster at a time. Well, then start with what's Yeah, and then call one in Houston. And don't forget to call somebody in Howarda. Don't tell me how to use my magical radio closet. And the call went out all over the cities and towns worse affected by the storm. And monsters of all shapes and sizes crawled and climbed and skidded and flew out of closets and out from under beds and from old boxes and murky lakes. A few coffins even emptied out and some vampires and zombies came to pitch into. That's wonderful. <laughs> My undead people are represented. Shh. It would be a long effort, and an expensive one. But with all these creatures working together, the job might just get done. The end. Whoa there, wait a minute. I haven't got to tell my story yet. But Petey, Wendy's story kind of had a happy ending. Yes, you see... All the monsters are working together. I knew what the monsters are doing, eh? But she said it'd take a long time and be awful expensive. She did say that. And it's already been such a long time. People are starting to forget. Okay, all right, but rebuilding takes a long time. You just have to stick with it, right? No, you just have to give me my story. We'll fix things right up, I know. Well, it really wouldn't be fair if he didn't get a story. Besides, what's the worst things that could happen? <laughs> yeah. Wendy, can you just pick him a nice question? Here's one. She'll be perfect.
1: Hi, Mr. Eric. My name's Alexandra.
0: My question is, well, I like gymnastics. I love gymnastics, actually. And I was wondering... What if people never stopped growing just like trees? Thank you. Bye. Alexandra, what a wonderful question. I love gymnastics, too. In fact, Mr. Eric does. He used to teach it. Okay, yes, I did. I'm not very good at it anymore with the peg leg and all. Petey, you ought to be getting her story. My fire's getting low. All right, all right, I'll try to make it quick. <clears throat> Once upon a time, Zack and Zizi were sailing the skies in their rocket ship house that a wonderful pirate named Petey had helped them to acquire. Petey? But that's besides the point. <clears throat> Zizi? When will Batwing get back? Zack, I, I don't know. We, we just have to wait for the relief effort to be finished. Oh. I just wish I were grown up so I could help. I know, Zack, but we can help in other ways. But instead of doing that, they decided to find some pirate treasure. Or maybe they'd go to the end of a rainbow and steal some gold from a leprechaun. Paddy, you gonna get back on track. I know what I'm doing. I've asked ye zee Now we have this pirate and leprechaun gold. That was freely given to us after some memorable adventures. Oh, of course, because stealing's wrong. Yes, and Petey's too good of a storyteller to imply that we would have stolen anything ever. Oh, yes, Petey's a really great, great, great Petey. 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 Oh, right. Um, So they used all of their legally acquired gold. Help in the only way they could think of. Maybe if people never stopped growing, we'd be really big. Oh, yeah, like as big as trees. Right, and then we'd be so big that we could help clean up real good. That's gonna be some really expensive magic, Zack. I know it's easy. Good thing we were smart enough. To go off on that totally necessary side adventure to get all of this gold. And so the children took all their gold to the smartest, wisest, most magical person they knew. Oh dear. No, don't do it. I see where this is going. And I love it! Excuse me, Petey the Pirate? That's Petey the Pirate the Fifth, I think. Though I'm not good at counting. Petey, you can't be in your own story. Why not? You're in this story. Well, I, um... He has a point, Mr. Eric. I'd like to see if he can pull it off. Fine, get back to the story. And the smartest, wisest, most magical Petey the Pirate, since his great-great-grandfather Petey the Pirate, said unto those children, All right, so you want people to be able to get big... Yeah, what if they never stop growing? Like trees. I think that's a great idea, but we've got to add one little tweak before I work me magic. Sense, when do you have magic, Peas? Sense always. Why is everyone a critic? Okay, well, what else are we adding? Oh, that, that we're also all good at gymnastics. Ever since I lost me leg, I haven't been as good. Well, there are better prosthetics than peg legs these days. But P.T. was already enchanting. All right, magic, work your me. Let all people grow big as a tree. And be good at gymnastics. And P.T.'s most powerful magic spread all through time and space allowing every human being to have grown as if they had never stopped growing. Is it working? asked Zack, but he was answered by Pete's head crashing through the upper deck of his own ship. Ow, me nagging cried he. Petey, you're growing, but we're staying the same size. Oh dear, you said keep growing, so it looks like "'Only grown-ups grew, and as they gasped in fear and awe, "'they looked over pirate land to see all of the pirates "'growing right out of their ships like trees. "'And those who grew the largest were the elders.' "'Oh, dear, I'm a titan,' said Petrina the pirate. "'She had grown so large... "'Her feet were touching the bottom of the sea.' "'Oh, dear, I'm even bigger than her,' cried P.G. the pirate's great-great-grandfather, me, who was still alive, miraculously, because of how much magic he had. "'Oh, brother.' "'Well, it's good there are all these giants, "'but we're so many miles from shore. "'But before they could even start headed to the mainland,' Great tidal waves sprung away from these giants that had all just fallen into the sea. Whoops! pardon me, said Petrina the pirate. Oh dear, said that great old pirate. Hey, me? Petey, we're sending tidal waves straight towards the town's worst hit by the storms. zee was understandably upset, but she'd failed to remember one key detail i know these giant old pirates just need to use their gymnastics oh peetie you've thought of everything indeed i have thought of everything this is the perfect story said peetie and all of the old pirates stretched out their giant bones and started doing backflips and riding their own tidal waves to shore. We'll be cutting it close, old Petey, said Petrina. Good thing I'm only as old as I feel, said old Petey. And they got in front of their own waves and started doing a beautiful tumbling routine across the shoreline. Handsprings and aerials and back tucks stick in their landings every time. Oh, wow, the wind from their gymnastics is blowing the tidal waves back out to sea somehow. Wow, that seems really, really unlikely, but it's happening. And indeed, those old pirates and their limber moves settled the storm that had shook the world. Now let's do handstands and stuff in order to pick up buildings with our feet, said Petrina the pirate. That's a great idea, said old Petey. And all the other giant ancient pirates started picking up the buildings and clearing away the debris and cartwheeling new river beds so the excess water could float back out to sea. And all the helpful monsters and all the zombie dogs could but stare in wonder as these giants among giants saved What-If World once and for all. Wow. You're the greatest, Petey. Oh, shucks, it wasn't me. It was my great-great-grandfather's Awesome gymnastics and storytelling ability that... Okay, Petey, I think we get it. Petey, you know, all our stories help solve the problem. Yeah, I mean, yours practically ruined everything. It was only by some really loose storytelling that those giant people saved the day. Yeah, but they did save the day, so uh, I think I got the best story. Oh, that is no fair. Best? Where the jokes? What matters (laughs) is that what if we're all to say? Okay, okay, let's all stop arguing for a second. No matter how many giant people and helpful monsters and tireless zombie dogs are working out there, I bet people in the present will still need our help, huh? We are I agree, Mr. Eric, that's what I was trying to say. You're right, Anna. Sorry if I interrupted. My fire's going out, everybody. Time to say goodbye. We'll miss ye, Uncle Campfire. You know, I never had a name before now. I kind of like it. Goodbye, Uncle Campfire. And Anna, I hope your sister Wendy can get you sent back to the present. Of course, my westernator is still a time traveling dynamo. Is there anything you all want to say to the folks at home? Hey, you should rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's never been easier with the new app. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, Actually, that would be really great. You just scroll down to the bottom and rate us and write us a review. If you're on an iPhone, it's super easy. And also, please tell a friend or family about us. Karen and I want to spend more and more time giving you great stories, but we can only do that with your help. You can also check out his Patreon. That's right, it's patreon.com slash whatifworld. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Wendy. Cacula and Petey. And thanks to Karen Marshall, my editor and producer. Craig Martinson for our great theme song. Jason O'Keefe for our artwork. And all you kids at home who try to spend a little time every day making somebody else's day better. One last thing before we go... Our Halloween special has been part of a sweeps for the Kids Listen podcasting community. We're just a bunch of podcasters that make cool content for kids. And there's even a Kids Listen app where you can have easy access to all of our shows. I'm going to take a quick sec to tell you about two in particular. The first one is Good Stuff Kids. It's an interview show where Mike Mason, one of the busiest dads I know, does awesome interviews with kids' celebrities and entertainers of all kinds. He recently had on Casper Baby Pants, who is like my favorite kids' musician, for real. Then there's the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. And if you like What If World, I am sure you're gonna love this story based podcast. It's more of a serial, ongoing storyline, and it's got a real cool sci fi theme. So, please check out the Kids Lesson app, Good Stuff Kids, and the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Tell them Mr. Eric sent you. Until we meet again, keep wondering.